This is John Seymour, host of Bullshit Hour Presents. This podcast is Lamb Chops. While I was trying to figure out the most appropriate music to use to start this wonderful Christmas-themed episode about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I made a startling discovery. I discovered exactly why Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You is the most evil earworm in all of Christmas music history. Take a listen and enjoy the episode. So who wants to fuck a reindeer? <laughs> they run too fast. Is that an old joke? No, no fucking no, deer run too fast or something. It's like some old racist like American Indian to joke. like uh, like Frozen or something like that. Uh, it's a reference to my psychotic brain. That's, you want to uh... fuck a reindeer? <laughs> oh, my God. That was one of the songs in Frozen, right? Yes. Oh, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and they do have a reindeer that's their friend friend uh, their friend friend with benefits friend with reindeer benefits it's like 10,000 reindeer when all you need is a stud oh, oh that was Christmas Alanis Morissette 10,000 reindeer want... all melded into one that's pretty good it's pretty 10, good 10,000 reindeer when all you need or a million male deer a million male deer all you need bucks is a million all, male deer for Christmas. That's all I want, Santa Claus. All you need is a fuha. You give her, right. you, you give, you, you give Hope one set of reindeer antlers for Christmas, and that's it. She is ready for all the then male you are reindeer. Set for the next year and a half. All right. Okay. I don't know. Sounds like a dicks. reindeer, but all I got is a dry cat. Oh. Oh. Somebody's Oh. Oh. My God. <laughs> Okay, so before Fuha. before this Fuha, before Fuha. this gets before this gets even farther into the holy shit, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, um, yeah. This show's already lamb chops. We're we're we already didn't even start. We're already lamb chops, and we don't even know what we're saying. So nah, this is Fuha Hour with John Seymour. Yeah, Fuha Hour. Okay, so um, this is a Christmas special. For for all of I can Ken, you're Jewish, right? Uh raised so, yeah. Okay. Well, you're not Ken's the, like Ken's like, I, I'm not a Jew, but I play one on television. <laughs> I mean that's me too. exactly right. <laughs> me too. I you know, you, you yeah. your your family didn't do the Christmas thing in the house, right? Uh not when I was growing up, but right. you know, I'm uh my family does both now because mm -hmm. my wife is catholic so i, I just kind of oh my kids well, get the best of both worlds so more presents um and uh yeah. but i don't do a tree we used to do a tree but uh 
one of our cats ate a whole bunch of pine needles and had to have surgery. So no more trees. Wow. Maybe your your cat sh- your cat shit a tree out. That would be that would have been more interesting. <laughs> more interesting than surgery. <laughs> a Yule log from your pussy. <laughs> so a Yule log from the pussy. Yes. <laughs> a Yule log from the pussy's asshole. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so you know what I, I you know what I like about hope? It's no longer just me. It's not just me now. I have listen. Somebody else could take the blame for once in a while. That's, that's why I that's why I have to You're have welcome. That's why Thank I you, have hope. to have both of you on because you know that that way you can just you can pitch back and forth. I am so right. tired You're of having to issue blame. apologies. <laughs> so I, do you notice I never apologize ever? I, I, I noticed you never apologize. So I think um, we're we're doing something. We're talking about like it's like a 1948. Uh, What's it? Charles <laughs> Fleischer or Max, Max, Max Fleischer. Fleischer. Tra- I'm sorry. Charles Fleischer is the guy who does Roger Rabbit. So Max Fleischer, he uh, made a cartoon about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, and funny enough, this cartoon predates the song by one year. So, oh, yeah, they they reissued the cartoon. That's why I specifically said watch this link because it was the one that was <laughs> it was the one that was released before the song. And they started off with like Silent Night or something. And like when it went into the cartoon, it was like why does Rudolph take their shit, man? He he he's like gets picked on by all the other reindeer and they're all like first of all, when when the thing starts, the audio is so terrible. It's oh, like, yeah. hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, actors, why don't you stand closer to the microphone so that you don't sound like you're outside of the room? Be like, hey, look, it's Rudolph. Hey, go home to your mama. And I'm like, oh shit. But it's why like- are the reindeer from Brooklyn? <laughs> that that they sound like it though. <laughs> Yeah, and, and they're talking to starting cards, you know. Hey, hey, <laughs> listen, man, we gotta, we got a respectable business here. You gotta go home. We're gonna, we're gonna guide Santa's sleigh, and then, um, hey, oh, I'm a respectable business, dear. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, put, we're gonna put pillows on our asses and slide across the ice. What do you think you're doing with that pillow? Go home to your mama. So, My bigger question wasn't wasn't about why why didn't he uh why did he associate with them? It's why did he forgive them? Well, yeah, I, but like, right. Oh, we're friends now. No, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You're friend now because you need me. That's the problem that that a lot of <laughs> a lot of people who basically use their brains will notice. You know, like a lot of people don't know that it was a story for like eight years before it was a song. It was a book, then it was a cartoon, and then it was a song. Right. Well, before it wasn't a cartoon, yeah. this was an advertisement. This because like all That's great it. all great American Christmas traditions that have gone on since the time of the Middle Ages and Jesus, uh-huh. it was bought to us by a department store. Montgomery Ward. Did, did you catch what? that in the beginning? It's from like yeah, John Montgomery Ward. Ward. Montgomery Ward. That's it. Yeah, it's Montgomery a, yeah. Ward. Just like Santa. That's why I wondered. I was like, where did I hear that name from? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just like so, our vision of Santa Claus. That was a Coca-Cola campaign. 
Hey, there All you go. All these things were Macy's, Coca-Cola. Yes. Buy our products. So I love when I start hearing Americans and or anybody, and they're like, oh, the commercialization of Christmas, the commercialization of Christmas. It's always been fucking commercialized. It's always been fucking commercialized. Oh, 100%. But they did that, but they didn't sell anything in this movie from Montgomery Ward. They just mentioned it at the beginning. You get it at the beginning, and then you get deers sliding around on ice on pillows. Like, yeah. How do you go from advertising from Montgomery Ward and then suddenly you're dancing around on ice on your ass on a pillow? Um, I'll tell you how. If you're Max Fleischer and you want it to be uh what's that what's that movie They Live? Is that it? Yeah. Where like just like everything <laughs> everything is just completely subliminal, you know. Yeah. If That's, if you Yep. If you wear the special sunglasses, you'll actually see that that entire thing takes place on the third floor of what was the name of the place? Montgomery Ward. Was Montgomery it? Ward? Is that it? What was it called, guys? I forget which one it was. What the it, the, the department the, store? The Rudolph. Yeah, Montgomery Ward. I mean, it was Montgomery Ward. Montgomery yeah. Ward. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to say that earlier before you know aliens yeah. stole my voice. Well, I mean, you got to admit, I mean, back then, you know, Fleischer was in a tough spot. You know, cartoons, especially ones of those quality, took a lot Mm -hmm. of money to make. They did. And that was, and that's one thing that I noticed immediately on watching. I mean, you're talking about a cartoon photo. It was 48 that they did it. Mm -hmm. 1948. 48. Yeah. All right. So 1948 was that quality of animation. Mm -hmm. All right. And, And that was, and actually, Fleischer invented that form of animation, rotoscoping. Mm-hmm. Oh, that which was rotoscoping. Think, yeah, yeah, which we talked ah. about that earlier with Lord of the Rings and stuff like right. that. That it was basically they would film something with live actors and then yeah. he would put the frames of the film up and then draw over them. Later, yeah. Ralph Bakshi would do that. Yeah. 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 Well, so, but well, Bakshi, I mean, Bakshi, Bakshi did Lord of the Rings. That. I mean, Bakshi so, did Lord of the Rings, right? I, I'm, yes. I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to be perfectly fair here. I mean, other than the fact that in the beginning, the, the sound was shit because the actors were like 19 feet away from the microphones for some reason. And then yeah. they like then they were like, oh, just we'll do the rest of it. Don't worry. Just go closer to the microphones. Um, <laughs> the, the the cartoon in itself was fine. But the story is such a fucked up moral. You know, you know it's what like I, what mm-hmm. what I want to know is. Mm-hmm. All right. So Santa sees you when you're sleeping sees you when you're awake he knows when you've been bad or good so be good for goodness sake does right. he not know that his own posse of reindeer are complete assholes yeah exactly so no, let's no, but those guys those guys aren't his posse those dudes sliding around there's like a whole reindeer neighborhood i don't think those were his posse oh yeah there was. Long there was long you know what i mean there was oh, a whole there town of reindeer but i do i yes, want to right. I want to kind of skip to the end because this is like somehow they stretched this into like eight and a half minutes. I don't know. Like it's basically they picked on him because his nose was shiny. And then Santa Claus was like, hey, you got a shiny nose. Look at this torrential weather. Uh, <laughs> listen, can you do me a favor and and guide my sleigh tonight? And Rudolph was like, oh, yeah, let me just leave a note from my mom, which 
which is weird. The animation when he was writing that note, it was like he was literally holding it with his hoof going like that with just a pen. Yeah. I was like, that's so weird. It was really yeah, odd. And I love so, how he's like, he signs and he's like, Rudolph, that's me. That's me, right? <laughs> did they, it didn't look like they had any him. other children. Yeah. <laughs> and well, he didn't write that's me. He just said that's me. It's he like, it's like, it's like, whose benefit is that for? Are you breaking the fourth wall, Mr. Mr. The Red Nosed Reindeer? It's funny how they always assume in these films, and I've noticed this. Yeah. Uh, they always, uh, and I'm not criticizing, it's just an observation, that they're always, Rudolph is always a child. Yeah. Right? So really, he should yeah. be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Fawn, but that's neither here nor there. But what I would like to see is yeah. some version of this that involves Rudolph, who's some swole motherfucker, like an MMA fighter. Jesus. And when they start making fun, he goes, oh, look at you. You got four legs. That's extra legs. I get to break, motherfucker. I would love to see it where it's not a little kid, where it's like a grown ass man. Yeah. He's like, or he's like, like an old, like, tired Scandinavian potato farmer. And he's like, I don't care what you said. I don't care. Listen, I guide Santa Slay that one time. After this, I realize I don't owe him anything. What's my so. friend Dave's landlord's impression? He's exactly like that. Wow. Wait, your friend, your friend Dave is right here with you. No, another friend. I'm more than one friend, you know. (laughs) That's what separates you from me, Hope. I know, right? Hey, listen, listen. You got, got, you got three people right here who need you to record podcasts. So you know, that's. You you are That's Rudolph. Like having friends. You You're are make Ru- me cry, John. <laughs> you are Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It's like it's like David the bald headed son of a bitch. This is the. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. Well, you, All right. you have one less friend than I thought you had there. <laughs> By the way, that is my legal family name, bald headed son of a bitch. That's actually I changed it to Aguilar. It's like. So like oh every time oh, Dave God. goes out the street lights just bounce off of his head and everyone makes fun of him and then all of a sudden hey we got use for you on a podcast yeah, so now now you're our friend strap a pillow to your ass bitch you both headed Dave I don't understand you shiny head fuck oh why don't you got Santa slay bitch you could. Fuck. You can't see that I fell on my pillow because of the glare <laughs> off of my head. You're all fucking blind. Off to the, off to the pee box with you. Okay. <laughs> He's swimming in it now. Yeah, Fuck. that's right. Okay. Um, the people Ken, at home don't know what the pee box is, the John. Box, oh, yeah, uh, explain. I'll, I will explain the pee box. In hockey, when a player does a penalty, he gets sent to the penalty box. And which there I, he pees in a box, which, which I now, no. am, which I now am calling the pee box, and right, and the it pee box has knew. been, has been the the definition has gone from penalty box to basically the toilet, so that's right. uh, and we need we need a bidet in the pee box, right? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. By the way, I've got another one almost converted. Just so ah, you know, another nice. one almost converted for the bidet life. Nice. Yeah. So, I think we need to have a new day of the week called bidet, like after bidet. Sunday. Bid day. No, because then we have a six-day work week, and I'm not uh, having that. No, we're talking about weekend. it's another vacation day. Oh, it's like a three-day weekend. Okay. Yeah. Weekend. What are you going to do on bidet day? Are you going to chill? No, just, just bid day. 
bidet. No, I know, but I mean, it's like a day of bidet, like All right. four bidets. Okay, You're welcome, Dave. Thank you. Um, I'm your only friend. I'm I'm actually I'm actually pretty surprised you haven't yet brought up just because of how flight you know what Fleischer did and everything like that mm -hmm. you still have not yet mentioned Superman. Oh, Superman! You, you say that like that's some kind of surprise. I'm point. actually disappointed in you. I did less not of you as a person. I did not see you know? Superman Damn. in this cartoon, so I know there's a reference somehow. No. Well, right, oh go my god. All right, well, Max Fleischer did like a whole series of Superman, Superman cartoons, cartoons that yeah. were oh. they would play him before movies. They were some yep. of the best Superman cartoons. Oh. In a really long time and it was I mean, well, first of all, they were the first Superman cartoons, but they were some of the best ones that had been made and the greatest thing about them were that they were the the old power Superman where he couldn't fly. He would just jump very, very, very far. Oh, yeah. I heard about yeah. that, that he, yep. you know, it, it wasn't that he was faster than than light. It's just that he was really, really fast. It was faster than really a speeding, fast. speeding bullet. Yeah. And I mean, they would show him they would have things where it's like the skyline of the city. And they would the uh, the one thing too I wanted to mention about that was uh, in one of those episodes of one of those Superman cartoons that Max Fleischer did. Mm -hmm. They had this one where there was this mad scientist who was using robots to rob a bank and they used the design of those robots in that movie with Jude Law, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Damn. They, Whoa. they completely ripped the design of those robots. I recognize it right away because it was supposed to be like a 1930s, late 1930s, uh, you know, esque type of uh, Understood, look. yeah you know, movie to yeah. it. They totally like ripped that design from it. I just thought, cause as soon as I mm -hmm. saw Fleischer, that was the first thing I thought of was like, Oh, those great Superman cartoons from the forties. I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't thought about that because I was more focused on, uh, the, the terrible message that you're sending to children with this cartoon, uh, saying that, yeah, like, that you should, yeah. you should totally have Stockholm syndrome and, and, and right. to have your bullies right. affirm you. It's, it's yeah. a very right. American message. Mm -hmm. It is and, the most yeah. important American message that you are only of value as long as you have some productivity if, value. If right. you are, you're if you're useful you're to someone value, else. Yeah. Yes. You, if you can right. provide value to the boss, this is and basically that's why he became commander in chief. Right. He, they gave yes. him that actual like medal, which was so fucking right. weird. Yep, and 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 you know what's <laughs> and why? it's so ironic that you say that because you know it's not like he did anything to earn no. being commander in chief. He's president much, now of the reindeer. Much <laughs> like much like real life oh. America, you don't actually have to be smart or work hard. No. you just have to be lucky. I wanted that asshole Santa to pick up Rudolph on the edge of that clip. With the clouds all around and say, Simba. Simba. Rudolph. <laughs> you know what Rudolph reminds me of? Rudolph reminds me of like those old boomer guys that you, you hear about and they're like, Yeah, man, I worked there for 30 years. Never <laughs> took, never took a sick day. And I'm like, that's a weird flex to be proud of that's, the fact that yeah. your bosses totally yeah, right? fuckered you. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 And so then also also add into it. You got a guy that everybody's making fun of for having some kind of cosmetic disability. Yeah. Yeah. And the only way they're going to like him is if, you know, I I'm going to do more work than everybody else does mm -hmm. so that, you know, and then and it's not, um, oh, you know, we're going to 
you know, we'll treat them like everybody else. They're still going to be like, oh, look, you're still that guy with the real you're, messed up nose. Your nose totally is shiny and helps else. us. So, and, and we're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, Ken, to, to add to your thing here, you're saying they're going to make him do more work than everyone else because he has to guide the sleigh. And when they showed it, you know, like from, from far away with Santa and his eight reindeer and then Rudolph in the front, and Rudolph is like half the size of all the other reindeer. I'm thinking child labor. I'm like, yeah. this is this is all like all of this yeah. sounds yeah. so very American, yeah. yes. by the way. It's like, uh, holy you, shit. Child labor. I, I just wanted to ask about this also. Mm-hmm. Is it just me or is it creepy how like, well, first of all, Rudolph lights up Santa's I got a pee style legs from behind and between them. Like that was weird. <laughs> that was extra weird. Tell me you didn't get that feeling. If uh, I watched that shit twice because I was like, are you fucking serious? This is I, so fucking weird looking angle. What are you doing, I, Max? I actually was very intrigued by the fact that, okay, so Rudolph has a shiny nose, right? Okay, yeah. fine. You know, that's the way that the story is written. Why is it a light bulb? You know, like he's like, okay, you know, he doesn't have a shiny nose. He has a light bulb. You know, this is this is like the same thing that happened. You were talking about it with Superman. Yeah, it happened with vampires. Right. Because just like Superman was just like, no, I'm stronger than 10 men and I can jump really high. Now he flies faster than the speed of light. Right. Mm. It evolved. Same thing happened with vampires. If you read Dracula, Dracula can't like move at the, you know, you see all the, no, he's got the strength of, I think, seven men. He doesn't burst into flame in the light in the sun. He just loses his great powers. I think that's the same thing that happened with Rudolph. Rudolph was this one reindeer back in some Scandinavian myth, right? And and he had a very shiny nose. Yes. But over time, it evolved. Eventually, there will probably a thousand years from now, there's going to be a religion where they actually will worship a, 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 a red nosed reindeer. And then they will be like, hey, you have to have abortions because that's what my reindeer said. And it's just going to be the same thing over and over again. I need a drink. All right. Um, Alcoholism so- is real. It, <laughs> it is. It is. I'm I don't- like you were so quick to say You're that. Like- <laughs> It's like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is going to be a, a religion. I need a drink. Please get me a drink. No, I feel that. So, all right. I also had another question. Yeah. Uh, can we just, you know, um, I mean, Santa, when he's letting go of the reindeer and they're going through and he's slapping each one on the ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just like in the locker room, but it's just locker room stuff. No, was not. That was not locker room shit. Yeah, no fucking way. It's like on Donner. Don't watch that again. That was not from a locker room too. Oh, you didn't learn from our former president that it's just locker room talk. That's that's what's gonna happen. Is by the way, on his way to becoming his own deity. He will be a president of the United States one day, and he's going to be like, it was just locker room talk. Hey, there you go. Just grabbed him well, by the pussy. Let's oh, wow. grab this him by the antlers. Time machine thing. Right. <gasps> oh, my God. This is proof that we're living in a fucking time warp. Mm, I believe it is. It. 
let's um, it's actually proof. So let's kind of let's let's <laughs> let's guide this plane down to a landing because no. this is this is a uh, Christmas special, oh, and God. and and everything that we're saying has to be about child labor. Yes, has to be about people only liking you if you're useful to them. People still focusing right. on what they made fun of about you, but now it's positive, oh. and they gave you a medal for it for having a. And now you're president. And now you're president. And one day you. And now you're president. And right. That and you can never forget putting your nose between Santa's legs to so guide creepy. him. That's so fucked up. Oh like, god! Like, like I, I wanted, I wanted to hear him go. Brr, 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 you're like, you're like <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> totally <laughs> motorboating Santa. You're gonna motorboat we're, Santa. We're like a part, like they, they like actually cut a part out of that cartoon where Santa was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got him. Oh, 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 Rudolph! Was, oh. Santa was a little bit more svelte than you would expect in that. I mean, they made him more of like a. Hey, oh yeah. You know, like, yeah, he wasn't and, like big old fat and jolly. And he, he was and like, he had, you know, he had that very he had girth. He's like, he's like Rudolph. I would like for you to guide my sleigh. I'm like, dude, this is what, what am I listening to? <laughs> That's not a Santa Claus voice. I would please guide my sleigh tonight. <laughs> am I? By the way, can I ask the committee? Am I the yes. only one here who really loves the notion of a Santa Claus? I mean. Like I, I, you know me, John. I am, I am such an atheist that I run atheist groups. Like this is like my thing, very atheist. But goddamn, if there's one mythical thing I would wish would be real, it would be Santa Claus. Because Santa Claus oh is very God. simple. He's yeah. just like you don't have to be perfect. Just try to be good. Do your best, yeah. and I'll bring it, and you'll re- I'll reward you for that. Be it's nice. Like, it's like let's make up a Santa Claus. So that parents can get their children to behave for a month. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the way that it is. That's the uh, as you say, the American way. Like, like I don't know yes. if you ever watched the show Philomena Kunk. You ever heard of her? No. Very I've comic clips. So she makes parodies of like BBC documentaries. But anyway, doesn't matter. She's talking about uh, Christmas, and she's and she does it in a very like it looks like a real BBC, like real legitimate. Mm-hmm. And she goes. Uh, but Santa Claus watches everybody and he will bring on Christmas Eve. He will bring all the good children will get presents. And it turns out that also the bad children will get presents. And the only children who won't get presents are the poor children. Are the poor children. <laughs> because Jesus determines your goodness based on your parents' income level. <laughs> if you have oh, yes. a chance, watch oh, yes. her shows. All that right. Was she, was, uh, she was on the IT crowd. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Such a good show. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know anything about your shows. This is the first thing I've watched in something like 15 years of my own volition. Uh-huh. Uh, so thank you for ruining my life, John. I'm your real friend here. Listen, listen, uh, hope, but... hope you're, you're a regular on my podcast. That was your sentence from the start. Okay. You're like, you're going to be on the show. Dave's life is ruined. Ken's life is ruined. <laughs> It's that's just <laughs> that's just the way that it is. So it's all right. I don't yes. mind this stuff. I did. We did forget something though. Okay. We forgot how they totally uh, uh, advocate stealing because they stole. I was trying to say this earlier. They stole from the night before Christmas. Like they faked out. Like you know, oh, yeah. fake rhymes from that in the beginning. Mm. And then at the end, they stole Tiny Tim's line. Like 
that's also not necessary. You're your own they fucking did. story. Thieving is cool they, in America. They stole more than that. American. Yeah, they, they stole, stole more so much more than that. But I'm saying they started and began with stealing and then they stole their way throughout. Oh, yeah. You know what but I mean? Does anyone does anyone remember what Santa would say when he wanted the sleigh to go? Um, on Donner, on Blitzen? No. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. Close. <laughs> hi ho. Aha. Hi ho. Yes. And I was like, yes. how did he not get sued for that? Not he Disney. Didn't. He and he was in direct competition with Disney. There was a thing I read before that they were like Disney had some kind of proprietary contract for some kind of color separation technology mm-hmm. and, fl- you know, so they could put more colors in their cartoons. I you think that Fleischer was te- trying te- to get the rights to it and he couldn't. Technicolor, right? I'm not sure if it was that. I just know that like Fleischer was like limited to the amount of colors he could use because of the technology he had available to him. And then Disney did like a specific contract with this one company and that they were able to produce in more colors and flights ah. tried to get it and couldn't for years and years and years. Wow. Just because of, of Fleischman? Fleischer. Fleischer? Um, I'm sorry. No, I mean, I don't think it was because of him. I just think it was because Disney was like a bigger company, had more money behind him. So they were able to secure the contract. I see. To get this technology used. And so they just locked everyone else well, you, out. You said Fleischer was in direct competition with them too, though. Yeah, so yeah. It, no, I mean, was, this was partly driven by Fleischer. And yeah, that well, was and that explains yeah. all the racism. I was going to say cartoons. that's why he doesn't like it. But that's also right. why Disney hated Jews. Because they could do all the colors. <laughs> right. OK, we're going to get what? sued. We're going oh, to we're gonna get canceled. Hey, hey, wait, 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 I, I don't hey, want you know what this podcast is like. This podcast, like you ever been walking down a sidewalk and then you stumble on something that's small. But it doesn't send you to the ground. You just spend like the next fifteen seconds just stumbling, trying to get back to where you're. Yeah, supposed like to all be. my ex-boyfriends. Only that was like fifteen right. years. So you know, parents well, will ask me, "Is this, is your podcast like a good, a uh, good podcast to listen to with my kids?" Absolutely and, not. And I'll say, I'll say, uh, yeah, I'll say, yeah, <laughs> sure. If you want your child to be traumatized forever <laughs> hey, and listen, ever and ever and ever. If you want the kid to come out like Dave Aguilar, fine. Have them tune in. Yeah. Yeah. If you want them to come me home for sure right. when they meet me in person. Sure. Have your child watch this fucking inflamed mess talking about like collapsed <laughs> assholes and shit. You're great. Hitler. You're right. great parents. Why don't you what? listen to shit before you ask me? <laughs> what do we do? What do we give this? How many fists up <laughs> yes! Santa's yes! asshole? Oh! How many fists <laughs> up Santa's asshole do we give this? On the scale of eight. All of them. Yeah, so I was about to ask that. Hey, but I, before we get into scoring it in, in asshole fisting <laughs> yes. for Hitler. Um, I cannot I actually... believe Santa's ass got in Hitler's way right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a legit question for Ken. Sure. You, yep. ca- you got me wondering about this since before when you were talking about the Superman cartoons. Was Superman also done in that rotoscope technology? It, I mean, it looks like it. it, it That's was what I that, thought. It looks like it. I, you know, I can't say for certain. I just know that just from what I was looking, Fleischer developed that technique pretty early on in his career. So I would assume the yeah. majority of stuff that he did used that. 
And it did appear that way when you look at the smoothness of the animation. Yeah, because I know the animations you're talking about, and I've always watched them compared to other cartoons, and I was like, mm -hmm. that looks human. I want you yeah. to look at those heavy metal movies, like Ooh. that heavy metal one. I, you know, I've been... Some so of them good. did use that. Some of the clips did yeah. use that type of technology. For it. It That's so on my rewatch list, by the way. Heavy metal is definitely on my rewatch list. The first one. The second top. one's horrible. But the first the second one's really one is good. horrible. But really, the first one is what I'm referring to because it's so gorgeous. Mm. And it's so yeah. like, you know, it's such a good use of the medium in, in so many aspects. They get really good coloration in there, too, which like. You know, I'm not going to say is lacking in this. It's just a different evolution. You're the beginning. Like, we can't do it that great yet. You know, yeah. Fast mm -hmm. forward into this and you're just, oh, it's they, they've made it so lovely. It stands the test of time. Oh, it's yes. Time. That is yeah, I didn't even know Watch there was a second thing. one. I, I didn't even know there was a heavy metal too, so I, I'm not even going to bother. I think it was made in like 2000 or something. Oh, I think it no, might have been called not... Heavy Metal 2000. Yuck. Right. I, yeah, I know what it you're was... talking about, the Heavy Metal 2000. Yeah. Maybe we should review that one time. <laughs> if I, I mean, so pointless. Listen, hope, man, you're my uh, one, hope you're my one friend. I don't want to have to lose you. If it's bad, it could happen. Yeah, I'm your own personal Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm your only hope. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm okay. gonna lose you. <laughs> now, I'm just kidding. Give it out to do. How many fists up Santa's asshole do we give this? Let's see. I'll start. So I got two answers for this. One, the cartoon <laughs> itself, like I said, is fine. It's, you know, 1948, whatever technology they had at the time. The voice actors were good for, for what they were worth, I guess. I would give it like 10 fists up Santa's asshole for this one. But the yeah. story itself, I will give a full 88 fists up Santa's asshole. Because I say, if anyone gives you fucking shit for, for some kind of deformity that you have or whatever... And then all of a sudden, they realize that they can use it to benefit them. You tell them to go fuck themselves. You don't say, yeah, yeah I'll guide your sleigh, child labor, 88 fists up Santa's asshole. <laughs> yeah, go wow. fuck yourself. Oh. I'm going to start myself my own sublet company <laughs> for navigating your sleds at night. I'm going to start right. my own sublet. I'm going to make all the money. And you could go fuck yourselves. That's right. So, um, Dave. <laughs> oh, God. How many fists up Santa's asshole do you give this one? <laughs> Deep breath. Oh, wow. Okay. Fists up Santa's asshole. So first of all, I, I have to say, uh-huh. All things I look at in context. I don't do revisionist history. Look at things in the context of their time. Okay. Right. It's a pretty cartoon. Right. Lovely animation, blah, blah, blah. And the scale of eight to 18 on the animation for its time. I'll give it like a 15, which is yeah. a pretty good. You know, it's a pretty good number. Mm -hmm. The story, I will also look at it from the context of his time. And as an artist, you're always trying to communicate something. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and I think they're trying to get their message out. And they, I think they were effective on that because the message is who, who's the artist? Watermaker. Right. Mm -hmm. What do they want you to do? They're a capitalist enterprise. This is in the high heyday of we're America. We're doing rich stuff. So they want you to be like, 
I'm going to get shit on, but I'm going to have my mutant talent and I'm going to let people treat me like shit because I'm measured by my usefulness and productivity. So mm-hmm. I think this, this cartoon did a really good job of doing exactly what Wanamaker wanted, which was teach American children how to want to grow up to be corporate drones. Ah, wow. Who yes. pride themselves not on the quality of their lives, but, but other key performance indicators, KPIs in corporate babble speak, mm-hmm. uh, other KPIs like pointless hours in the office, uh, weeks of vacation time not taken, sick days bypassed on. I think this cartoon absolutely scored an eight out of 88 for pure commie, prop- uh, pure capitalist propaganda. Nice. All right. The story that was written like, eight years before the cartoon will probably also receive that fist up Santa's asshole. Um, Ken Radner. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I kind of have to go the same way. It's you, when you look at it just for its artistry and the quality of the animation at that time, that was pretty much the best animation that was around. Mm -hmm. You weren't going to find anything better than Disney. Yeah, that was really pretty. It was pretty. It was very Um, nice. Very nice looking cartoon. That was great. You know, obviously, you could tell it was a lower budget production, as we said before, because of the sound quality in the beginning. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of times that I noticed that they did repeat animation sequences. Mm -hmm. So specifically, uh, the reindeer taking off when they would, you know, slide down that ramp out of Santa's workshop and then take off. They did the same thing when they were on the side of a roof of somebody's house. They slid down. They used the same I animation gotcha. in that. I gotcha. So, which, you know, obviously that's how they save money in those type of things. So, you know, as a, as a work technically, you know, beautiful. So I'll still, I'll, I'll give it, you know, like a, you know, like, a, like a 20 from eight to okay. 88. Um, the story, see, you, I, I can go both ways with it. See, I'm looking at it of the time, and being that it was 1948, mm. we just got out of World War II, and when you look at it as of that time, if you had any kind of difference or disability, you were useless. Mm. They, and everybody... To be a hero, to be any kind of useful, you had to be part of that war effort. And, you know, I... What if you were disabled because of the war effort? No, that's different. If you went went to war and you got wounded and then came home, you're a war hero. Oh, and then everybody lines up and claps and then they cry for you Mm -hmm. while voting to get more young men into wars. Is that yes. what you're referring to? Right. Well, I mean, come on. It's not like it made any sense. It was just like, let's just get, <laughs> let's just get more young men to throw them into the meat grinder. Yeah. I didn't but say it, was, it made sense. War is fun. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, and you also have to look at it too. I mean, you know, back, back you know, World War II type of era, it was, it was a little more black and white in what we were fighting for. That's I true. Mean, I agree, especially when the U.S. got into it. I understand there was still that, you know, naked imperialism. But at that point, we weren't trying it as hard. Um, We were just sort of going along with our our other allies and then just trying to, you know, defend the world from guys that were just trying to kill people because, you know, they uh, 
you know, they didn't like, you know, either their religion or they felt that they were just not human anymore. Yeah. At the mm -hmm. upper echelon, I, I think, especially Roosevelt, because Roosevelt was a very smart, strategic thinker, whether you agree with his policies or not, he was not dumb. And I think he was well aware that war is going to end up on our lap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One way or so, the other, it's so, coming here. It might take 30 years, but it's coming here. So, I mean, just the idea of it that they're trying to portray something as, hey, even though you may have some kind of disability or be different or mm -hmm. not be good enough to be included with everybody else, you can be better than everybody else by, you know, utilizing, you know, your negatives and turn them into a positive. That I think was possibly an unusual type of theme for the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I kind of see it that way when we look at it through a modern light. Yeah, it, it was uh, pretty horrible. I kind of want to see almost like a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 2 where they uh, where Spreads Rudolph they haven't made it. Out. No, well, where, where where he leads them out on the sleigh one Christmas night. And uh, all of a sudden, for some reason, Santa feels that the sleigh is not pulling the way it is. And uh, Rudolph's light looks like it's kind of going further away. Oh. And then the camera pans around and you see Rudolph standing up there with the cut reins in his hand, waving at the sleigh as it plummets oh. into the old sea. And he's like, what do you think of me now, guys? Viva la revolution! And then, and then at the end, Rudolph is leading the sleigh from behind, sitting in the sleigh with the, the other reindeer and he's just projecting up ahead and he's basically in control at this point. Very nice. And now Rudolph's like, you needed me and now I'm the one in control. <laughs> like I, like I, I kind of thought like that, it. but just okay. the scene of Santa falling away from Rudolph and then the reins, the cut reins fly back into Santa's face and he, no! As and he then the whole thing into the, the Arctic thing. Sea falls into the like crashes into the ground and explodes. And then all of a sudden Christmas is dead now. Oh, Ken, Ken's yeah. vision of the second movie is something like uh, Rudolph to rise of the proletariat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gandhi you know, part two. I, I, was actually, <laughs> I was just yeah. listening about proletarians today. Mm. You know, they're the workers of society and you guys uh, are hardworking folk, but you just fisted Santa in your talks, all of you. I'm yes. giving zero fists up Santa's ass because that's just wrong. Okay, <laughs> I'm starting out that way and I'm interrupting all of you with your shit. Do it. Well, why are you, you assuming that Santa did Santa? Every single one, two, three human How do you know it's bad? How, why Santa. are you? Why are you being such a sexual normalizer and, and normatist that you're assuming that Santa, Santa doesn't does like being this up his asshole? Listen, Maybe he wants you, it. Listen, that was a punishment for Hitler. And you're trying to give that to Santa because Santa was the wrong one here. I don't fucking think so. He was written up as a wrong guy. I'm going to do 88 fists up fucking Wanamaker's asshole because yeah, he okay. was an asshole who used Santa as a pawn for That's true fucking fortune that's true thank you want to make it was probably a closet nazi anyway so that's oh fair. my god yeah that's fair. listen that's it's, fair. Disney. You it's, know. it's disney what do you want <laughs> Wait, who, who the hell is you're welcome uh, he's the uh, guy who the, the developed some reward well I I love love it. It. oh, oh re okay I've I've been, like, wait right. wait i've been saying it wrong the entire time 
Wanamaker. I'm just saying Wanamaker's a whole different department store. I keep saying it wrong. Oh, I thought you were saying it because no, beer? the original store was beer. Montgomery Ward, but Wanamaker like started the empire of that, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know so that. You know, I, I, I thought I you were saying wrong. that because you knew that. Yeah. Um, but he did. I'm pretty sure. All um, right. Anyways. And you know, the no, whole no the fish. whole fists up Santa's ass, it's, you know, we're not comparing it to the fists up Hitler's ass. No, it's I just, know. I'm kidding. It's just, I'm it's just, just, being an asshole. It's just taking, taking the place because because now all ratings have to be a fist up something or or something up someone's I'm just, ass. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wasn't Santa initially that. German? I, <laughs> Chris Some Kringle. Guy. All right. Uh, Cinder Clown. I know you that should be. By the way, that should be. Listen. That should be. Yeah. I have a, I have an idea for the podcast. Okay. What? So you know how certain books, like, they have a title and then they have, like, a subtitle. It's like, uh, Hobbit or A Hobbit's Holiday, right? right? Yours can be Bullshit Hour. Somebody's getting fisted. I was thinking. Oh no! Bullshit hour. <laughs> I, I, I was. I was thinking. Bullshit hour presents presents this podcast as lamp chops, but I I I might just have to go with that. Or bullshit hour and then hour. Fist? I don't know. Like with a question mark. How many fists will you have? <laughs> All right. Um. So, for the Christmas lover in all of us let's start with uh let's start with hope uh you have like a safe sound something right i'm sorry for oh, forgive yeah. me yeah it's okay yeah uh, you mean safe sonic spaces safe right? sonic space yeah that's the one yeah uh we're we're actually working with uh different artists and venues to try to create an awareness of safety in the music community uh, no matter who the recipient is on unsafe behavior, uh, we want people to start speaking up to security and stop employing people who are being uh, minos out there. And uh, we know who they are and we know when to say something. And that's not to say blacklist everybody, but just saying from now on, act uh, according to standards where you will be talked to by security when you go places and more people need to stand up for themselves and say that and do that. So we're okay. doing that as a, as a wake up call to wrongdoers out there to help keep uh, the quieter, meeker ones protected, um, you know, who've been the recipients of uh, abusive or uh, disturbing behavior. Okay. So uh, that's a healthful thing that we're doing. It's like so <laughs> completely the opposite of all this shit we're talking in here right now. Well, uh, hey, you know but, what? Maybe maybe this uh, will make them feel safe. You know, all the what? people talking about how horrible everything is. <laughs> well, uh, it, it, maybe it'll give them pers perspective to say, you know, there's a way to joke around and then there's a mm. way to like behave like True. when you're in public and, you, you know you being safe with your behavior and someone saying to you, no, I don't like this. That means you stop doing that. You know, it, we're adults. It's, it's amazing to me how hard it is for people to just say, um, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was upsetting you. Yeah. yeah. Right, you know, I, yeah. Oh, I'm just joking. Ah, you got to lighten up. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, maybe you mm -hmm. got to lighten up motherfucker. That yeah. was, you know what I mean? Like, 
it's very it's not it's not even like that though i'm trying to have people just go look uh i we noticed you're behaving like this like uh from security security can come up to them if there's no security that's the bartender and we work with places to talk about safety measures and to implement safety procedures for people so that this shit stops going down there needs to be a knowledge about things like proximity control tone uh you know using we statements things that keep people calm in crisis because crises often start in social circles that are like developed and it you know and also like you know quiet circles at home that if we're teaching these skills in the music scene those skills are going to trickle back into the community in an, in an interesting way i think so that's you know? great that's awesome yeah so, so it's wanna, like it's yeah. yeah that's a thing um and i'm also doing uh <laughs> i'm doing some writing for a band that you and i are in john a secret eye on taking some time with that and uh mm. what else should i say i don't know oh uh, that's all you want to say you don't have to say anything else uh i'm going to uh <laughs> wish everybody happy super sweet ass holiday and uh thanks for being hilarious friends all you guys that's spongebob socks yeah all right yes and we wish you a happy sweet ass holiday too dave yes. what about you uh, let me see. Uh, I have my usual plugs, right? I can be found on Facebook. It's Dave Aguilar, A-G-U-I-L-A-R. Uh, on Instagram, you can find me on at uh, basically at basically just Dave. Literally like that. It's not a description. It is what it is. Basically just Dave. And uh, if you want to take a look at one of my other side projects, um, I do a little bit of writing myself and you can find me at AriesDesk.blogspot.com. That's E Y R I E S. AriesDesk.blogspot.com. Come and check it out. It's just something I do on the side for, uh, I don't know, a little catharsis and a little fun. So, any comments? I'd I'd be very happy to take them. Thank you. All right. Uh, And keeping in mind, please, that bald headed son of a bitch is already taken. So, (laughs) leave leave new comments. Uh, Ken. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Ken Radner, R-A-D-N-E-R. You can also find me on Twitter. I will always call it Twitter at KenData2023. I they can't, they can't make you. They can't make Ken say X. They can't. They, they can't do it. They can't. There's not a fucking I'll, I'll, thing they I'll can say do. it, but just hey. not in the context hey, Ken, of Twitter. What, what's yeah. the 24th letter of the alphabet? Anyway, I'm sorry. Q. You. Okay. No. Well, you said you're fine saying X, but yeah. as long as it's not in context with the with the app. So I'm sorry, okay. Ken. Yeah. Uh, I cut you off. Back to then you on X. Please I mean, on continue. Twitter. Yeah. How yes. do you spell and context? M e a n i n g c c o n t e k t s t. Okay. You fail. Go ahead. Um, and then uh, you can also hear me and a group of other people, including John, at Star Trek The Undiscovered Podcast, uh, which we are on Spotify. I believe we're also on Apple Podcasts. You can check out our IMDb page. 
we are starting our new season. We begin recording the end of January and our first show for the second season is going up at the beginning of February. We hope to hear you all then. It will be our comprehensive Borg episode. Ooh, scary. Ew. Oh, I want to check that one out. I um, I definitely want to check that one out. So I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say this. So I'm going to check with Greg later. And if I'm not supposed to let people know about this, I will edit this out. The final episode of Star Trek uh, season two, Greg's podcast. I will be hosting that one as it will be the first ever comic book released as a Star Trek or co- Star Trek released as a comic book. So I'll be hosting that. It'll be it'll be the podcast takeover, as Greg calls it. Ken, did you have something? <laughs> did you have cool. some, Did you have something you wanted to say, Ken? No, 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 All no. Right. That's good. Because you 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 turned your microphone on. I thought you wanted to say something. Uh okay. So yeah, that'll be me at the end of season two. That's it'll be some something like June or July. As for me, John Seymour, J O N space S E Y M O U R. That's me on Facebook. I am. Looking at the camera with a goofy smile, doing a finger gun. So that's me on Facebook. If you want to find me, uh, it's not safe. Not safe. Listen to <laughs> this podcast, Bullshit Hour with John Seymour. This is a uh, Bullshit Hour with John Seymour presents. This podcast is Lamp Chops, of course. It is a subsidiary of Bullshit Hour, just to distinguish it from the actual free flow conversation with no topic whatsoever. Just people blabbing and blabbing and blabbing for 40 minutes um and the other con the other podcast that i have is the hour of comics is upon us and um that's it for me because the uh metal heads against animal cruelty fundraiser has happened already and thank you for everyone who came and donated and we're gonna do another one of those next year and we're gonna do another one but i don't have a date for it so i can't promote it just yet I really so, hope I really hope I can make the 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 next one because I really had a good time at this one. That, that was we great. Had, that we was had great. So much fun. And Dave, thank you for reading the 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 quiz questions with me. That was a lot of fun too. Yeah, absolutely. And and with and with Lara as well. And uh, so that will be it for now. So I will say good night, Ken. Good night, Dave. Good night, Hope. And good night, everyone who is listening. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, what's the other one? The 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 Diwali. No, that was two months ago. That was a month that ago. Was a while back, right? Yeah, well, that was a month ago. I I mean, I already sound like an asshole anyway. You know so what? I might just, you, you know, know what? what? That doesn't matter. It was a that month ago. Why it matter? Why am I being a, a fucking holiday gatekeeper? Like, why am I being this way? I'm sorry, John. You know what? You should wish everybody a fucking happy holiday, whatever it is. Happy want- fucking Diwali, everyone. Okay. Happy um, fist who you want day. Also, no one happy- said that. Mr.'s Day. <laughs> All right. Well, good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Good night. Hail Santa. <laughs>